Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Open Discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today, we're going to be talking about The Man from UNCLE. It's a movie that came out a couple of years ago. I want to say 2015. Um, it's a Guy Ritchie film with Army Hammer and Henry Cavill. It is on Amazon Prime. Or no, I think it's on... HBO. No, we saw it on HBO Max. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. So if you guys haven't seen it, you can go and check it out there and then come back and see what we have to say about it because we are going to be going into spoiler territory. So consider this your warning. But let's go ahead and jump right into it. Um, this actually was a movie that I had planned for a while ago to watch, and I think I forgot about it because I like, I've liked Guy Ritchie um, over the years. And at one point in my in my my film background, he was my favorite director because one of my favorite movies that he ever did was a movie called Snatch. And so I really enjoyed Guy Ritchie's like method of storytelling and how he wanted his movies to be edited together and things like that. And so I have been, I have been meaning to actually see this movie, but I think when it came out, I didn't hear positive things. And so I was, because I was like, didn't hear positive things, I was like, all right, I guess I'll skip over it. And so, yes, that look that you have <laughs> is exactly what I, where the story is leading. Um, where when I finally got to sit down and watch it, I could not stop smiling. When I'm sitting and watching the movie, I realized like maybe halfway into the movie, I'm like, I'm still smiling because I'm having so much fun watching this movie. And I was like, okay, We'll go more into this later, but I'm like, there's probably legit reasons why people don't consider this to be a good movie, but I feel like I'm just like, back in the old days, I'm just watching a movie and having a good time, and I was like, and I kind of just feel like I need this right now, so point being, spoiler, I enjoyed the film. <laughs> spoiler, um, it was good. Um, <laughs> don't mind the title of the show. Um, <laughs> Um, I mean, I would, I'm actually interested to know what people didn't like about it because it, I have to say, this is one of the more beautiful films that I've seen, um, mm. like doing our show where it's just like visually beautiful and like the choices that are made, like it could easily have been a very different film just based on the content of it. But what makes it stand out to me is um, the way it was shot and the things that were decided to be focused on. Because it's, you know, it's kind of another one of those um, not too complex of a story. But then the way it's shot, the way the editing is done, I know you mentioned the editing, um, and just like the choices that are made um, in the sense of like, like I mentioned, what to focus on um, mm. is what makes it so appealing to me. Um, I, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a, a good example of that. But um, there was this one part where it's, like, a montage of them, like, taking people out and they're breaking into the complex and stuff like that. And, like, part of me was, like, wait, I kind of want to watch this. this. Yeah. Why are they making, like, a montage? But it's not even, like, a, like, I mean, it is a montage, but it's an interesting montage because you get to see, sorry, the whole thing. 
but you're mm-hmm. only seeing the most exciting parts of like <laughs> right. the fight it's, so it's kind of like watching a fight scene but you only get to see the the punches <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and and I, like my first reaction to that was like I want to see that why are we not getting to see it and then like I realized it's because like actually this doesn't matter like we don't need to see this like there's going to be another fight later so and there was so um it's kind of stuff like that and even like things that are said or things that we get to see it's just it's a little off it's different it's not like your basic film it's your basic story shown in a different way mm-hmm. yeah and i think that that's what's really cool about how they use those editing moments where they're saying yes we know this is cool and we're going to make it look cool through this editing but that but this isn't the point so we're going to show you that stuff is happening because we need this to tell our story but it's not important for our story so we're going to hurry up and get to the part that actually is important so i'm like okay that's a choice but it's also different and the thing that got me with this film was that so we you, you said that this would pair nicely with the other film that we're going to talk about later on our Twitch channel, which if you guys want to see us over there, Twitch, uh, Twitch slash C3 Films, so it'd be great to see you guys over there, um, is Glass Onion. And when I, when I watched this movie, I was like, I can see why she says this pairs nicely with Glass Onion. Because in many ways, at the base heart of this, it is a spy film. It is like good old-fashioned, 007, James Bond, Mission Impossible spy film. But it almost is like the anti-spy film too because these guys are so good at what they do and and then at times they are so bad <laughs> at what they do <laughs> and it's it's played for laughs but it also makes it also makes the film just see seem more unique because you like you're expecting these different spy moments to happen but then it like kind of almost subverts it, similar like what you would see in like Glass Onion or Knives Out. Like, and what if there are two moments that stuck, stick out of my head was like one where they try to like break into the fence and one guy has like the clippers and the other guy has the laser. But then when they get to the door and try to undo the lock, the guy can't, the guy can't undo the lock and they keep messing up and they're like one up each other. They break into the safe and he's like, did you turn off the alarm? And he, he and Henry Cavill's answer, answers with so, he answered with so much confidence. There is no alarm. And then it goes off. So it's like, Okay, so it's, they have these like funny moments where they show that these guys are really, cause they are really good. Like when it op- the movie opens with them trying to kill each other and I forgot that Army Hammer was in this movie and I didn't recognize him immediately at first. So when I see Henry Cavill going against Army ha- Hammer's character in the opening scene where he's like shooting at the car and stuff, I thought that he killed the guy. I was like, yo, that was smart. That was cool. And then you look in the car and you see that he faked getting killed so that he could try to trick him into walking up to him. So I was like, yo, okay, these guys are both good. Then I realized, oh, he's the other main character. But it shows they are really good at what they do. But at the same time, they are really bad at what they do. So, oh, and the last thing I thought was really, was a nice little touch when um, Harry Cavill gets um, drugged and he's just really plays it cool, <laughs> talking about, like, the fact that he's been drugged, goes around the room and starts, like, getting pillows, pillows. and fluffing them <laughs> up. And then, and, as the audience, you're like, what are you doing? And then eventually that lady, she looks at him and says, what are you doing? He's like, 
Uh, last time this happened to me, I fell and hit my head really hard, so I'm just gonna lay here. It's <laughs> lies down and goes to sleep, and I'm like, this is great. Yeah, this is like, I love this. So yeah, no, it's a really, it's, that's the thing. It's a really fun movie as well. It's yeah, it's humorous, and I mean, I also gotta say, like, I did have a good time watching it. It was really funny, but I also thought it was like quite beautifully shot. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, again, like I mentioned, there are choices that are made that I think really stand out to me. Uh, for example, like when he opens the safe and the door opens, the safe starts on Henry Cavill, like the shot on the safe. I remember. It's like on the door of the safe. So you could see the safe and you can see Henry Cavill and then it opens and then it ends on Army Hammer. And I'm like... That was well done because you see their reactions when the door opens and not what's inside. Mm-hmm. And like just it being on the door and like it perfectly lining up from one shot to the other shot. It just good stuff. And there's like little bits of that throughout the film where you're like, that was really beautiful (laughs) (laughs) so pretty so pretty and like it's it's hard to um i mean there's not a lot of uh films that i can say that like we've seen and reviewed where like i actually really thought that uh you know the way that it was shot was like recognition you know uh recognition i can give recognition to you -hmm. know um, I think like the only other one that really I can think of that stands out to me is Rogue One because that was like yeah. it was a pretty it was pretty to look at and I feel like this movie maybe not that much but parts of it was pretty to look at mm-hmm. um, and one of my favorite scenes is when they're escaping. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. I was like, I was thinking to myself, I want to talk about this, but I think she's about to talk about this. But yes, go for it. When they're escaping and like, uh, they're on a boat and they're like, they're doing their like buddy cop thing. And this is when they first start like kind of learning to work together. And um, Henry Cavill falls off the boat that um, Army Hammer's driving and then um, he just kind of, he's like, all right, I'm just going to swim to shore. And then he gets into this car. And then he's like, oh, there's like booze in here. And then there's like a picnic basket in the car. And he was like, this is a very nice sandwich here. And he's like eating the sandwich. And while like he's just chilling and having a meal and everything, you can see in the background. No, like, you see it through the reflection in the window because oh, it's looking, the camera's on him. Yeah. And you see it through the reflection of like the windshield. Yeah. And there's like the, the yeah. I, or was it or like the a mirror? mirror? Yeah. It's like a mirror or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see all that happening. And he's just like enjoying his meal while like army is like going back and forth being pursued by um the bad guys i guess um and then and then like i don't know and then there's it's just like music he's listening to the radio and it's Mm -hmm. just one of my favorite scenes of that movie it's i mean the whole sequence is great because yeah like you said they they find these really interesting ways to like tell their story through the shots that they're ta- they're taking, because yeah, we're not looking at the action. Any other movie, we're, we would see the action happening with Army Hammer on the boat. But now, once we got in that car, we're just with Harry Cavill and his like him just taking a moment. 
And we see the action through the reflection because it's not that important. What's important is that he's like, I just need a minute. And we see the boat like explode and stuff through the reflection. <laughs> and he almost leaves. Like he actually drives away. And like, that's the whole point. Like he's leading up to the moment, just like, I'm tired and this is dumb. I'm just going to go home. And then he stops and decides, you know what? I'm going to go back. And then he drives it onto the top of the boat <laughs> to beat the people that were like looking after, that were chasing after Army Hammer. Um, and it's and it's and it's great. And then even when he's going underwater, they show him roll up the window, and he's underwater in the car waiting. And then he's like, "Okay." And then he rolls on the window, and all, and all the water comes in. And so, like, yeah, there's just like some really really cool cool sequences like that in the movie. And that leads to like one of my other favorite parts of the movie where they're rushing to get back so that he can get back to his room before the woman comes and discovers that he wasn't there because she just found out they had been robbed. And so like him and army are just running up the steps <laughs> to get there in time. I just, I love that so much. Yeah. I think like part of the reason why I think it's so interesting is, is because we're kind of getting to see another a point of view of, of um, like two different perspectives in a movie mm-hmm. where like normally what we would be watching is what's happening to army hammer because that's where all the action is mm-hmm. but instead we get to see like you know and then and i can imagine you know in a different movie we're watching the boat chase and all the gunfighting and the action and the cool stunts and stuff like that and all of a sudden a truck comes and then mm-hmm. it lands on the thing like i can easily see that being like a different movie, but instead right. we kind of get like all of that encompassed into one, and we get this you know, special little moment of Henry Cavill mm-hmm. having a picnic in a car that he's basically stealing from someone else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which also, why did that person leave all a of that picnic. fresh food? A nicely made sandwich car. just happens to be in the truck. Also, because this this funny moment like that where I'm like, I wonder if this is like why people didn't like it because they thought this was stupid. But like when he gets back to his room and the girl gets there to see if he's there, like she breaks into his room. You hear the toilet flush, and then he walks out with his a toothbrush in his mouth. So it's just like, were you using the restroom and brushing your teeth at the same time? <laughs> I was like, this is kind of dumb, but I'm with it. I mean, people do that. (laughs) I'm sure. But it was just great because, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of the movie Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but it reminded me of watching that movie, which was, like, with Steve Martin and uh, Michael Caine, where they're both kind of, like, con men, but they both have different styles of being con men, and then they have to figure out how to work together. So... And and they don't want to work together. So, like... And that's what this reminded me of. they, They don't want to work together, but they're both competent at what they do and supposedly the best in their fields and at moments you get to see them being the best in their fields so i just i think that they played really well off of each other um i really enjoyed seeing them um seeing them work together and even more like dirty rotten scoundrels there is a third character that is a female that you find out is also possibly in his top spoilers for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which is a movie that came out in like the 80s or 90s or something. But anyway, the point is that there's a female character in there that you think isn't in on everything and doesn't know what she's doing. Then you find out, oh, wait a second, she absolutely does know what she's doing and she's just as competent as these guys are. And that's what happens with this movie too, when you find out Lady Shepard is also working for the British Secret uh, Service. So 
there's so many like over, there's so much overlap so for me personally i think i was also more primed to like this movie because of all of these elements that i like from another movie that i also enjoy plus i also really like henry cavill like i've i've slowly started loving him more and more and watching him in this movie and seeing how different his acting is in this from man of steel from witcher i'm like uh, for even from mission impossible i'm like okay no yeah he actually can act he's a good actor yeah because yeah, these are different characters like these are completely different personalities he's not playing himself over and over again mm -hmm. this is something completely different so i was yeah. like okay i have a lot more love and respect for him at like i had some anyway but even more after seeing this movie and seeing how different this role was from mm -hmm. anything else i've seen him in it's like okay this is cool 100%. That is exactly went through my what went through my mind when I watched this movie, too. I was just like, wow, Henry Cavill is a very diverse actor because, like, I, I thought, like, I thought he was, like, cool and everything or, you know, Man of Steel and then, you know, Witcher, like you said, but they're both, like, kind of similar. But this mm -hmm. character is, like, completely different. completely different. And this is a completely different genre. It's not, like, like yes, this is an action movie, but it's more of a comedy, I think. It's yeah. like a buddy cop thing, right? It really is. And it's very different. Like, I could easily see, like, someone else playing this role, but he fit into it just fine. And he even did, like, the old old like talkies accent and stuff, yes he did <laughs> which i thought was really cool <laughs> yeah and the movie actually had me worried for a second because like so this movie is kind of like a mainstream guy Ritchie, which can be met with different successes like if you look at guy Ritchie's old films there's a kind of grit to them um that doesn't feel like something you would see in, in like more Hollywood type films. But as he started getting more and more famous, his movies started to feel more and more Hollywood. Like by the time you get to see um, Sherlock, I think it's called Sherlock, I think it's maybe it's just called Sherlock Holmes, but the one with Robbie Downey Jr. Because that was Guy Ritchie too. You see that and you're like, okay, it's still a fine movie, but it feels more Hollywood than we've seen of his older stuff. And there's there's parts of that in this where it feels like, a lot I, I can feel the hollywood sensibilities in there but like at the same time when you look at the editing which we don't normally see in most hollywood movies like this it's a style i think we see it a little bit but not nearly as much it's not nearly as frequent um in most movies but then also like with the way he does some of his comedy for for scenes like when the the guy that's torturing them ends up being killed when they're trying to decide what to do with him in the background like that's something you would see in a guy Ritchie film to just basically mute the point of what they were trying to do but it got me worried because people get killed in guy Ritchie films and you don't expect it and so when henry cavill got captured i thought they were going to kill him for real because i knew i was thinking of guy Ritchie's other movies and i was like oh yeah if you don't you kill this man don't you kill this man and i was very happy that he did not die but i was like i thought for sure that they were going to kill his character so i was very happy that they didn't yeah, I, it didn't seem like that kind of movie, so, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but the last thing that I was going to say was that um, the part that I think I'm the most disappointed with for the movie is the ending, uh, because I felt like when, the, so Henry Cavill gets the device, and Army Hammer finds out that he has it, and then 
you know, it's leading to this like final confrontation and then they, you know, they seem to like make peace over it, but they don't decide what they're actually going to do with it. When um, Hugh Grant's character shows up, he sees it sitting there on the table between the two of them, but we don't know what they actually decide. Like I thought, and maybe this is, you know, too easy, but I thought that they were going to choose to destroy it, but because they were going to say nobody deserves to have this power, but if it's still there, then I can't believe that Army Hammer's, Army Hammer's character would still allow for Henry Cavill to take it back to America, knowing that he still has a, a connection and loyalty to his to his country, and knowing that it could actually lead to America subjugating Russia in that kind of way. So, like, I don't see him just letting it go. So I was kind of disappointed that we didn't see a real resolution to it, which... To me, the easy resolution is that they both decide to destroy it. That way, nobody has it. Um, but we didn't. We didn't get to really see that. So I was kind of confused by the end. And I was like, "Wait, well, why are they getting along now? Because they still don't have any real reason." I know he gave him the watch, but I don't think that's enough for him to say, "You can still take this really big, you know, war war information war document." So yeah, that was like probably my biggest criticism. criticism yeah, criticism of the movie. Um. Sorry, I'm laughing because there's this one part with the watch that I thought was really funny. But, um, oh. <laughs> and I will get to that. But, um, but it's funny you say that, uh, like, because I also thought that they were going to destroy it too. And I actually thought that that's what the fire was on the table in that last shot. But then it, mm. later I realized that it wasn't that. Um, so I think when I first, I thought they were destroying it. And then I forgot about it after that because um, mm -hmm. then Hugh Grant like comes in and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I can see that being like weird because I I think in my mind I brush it off because in my mind I made it so that they did destroy it because that yeah. did make the most sense. <laughs> and I thought I saw them burning it um, even though I realized that they didn't. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways. Um, the part that I thought about the watch was really funny was, um, it's like, so Archie had this watch, his character had this watch, uh, oh, his name is Peril, uh, mm -hmm. or that's what, um, he get uh, that's what, um, Henry Cavill's character calls him, um, Napoleon Solo. Yeah, Napoleon Cowboy. Solo. Um, <laughs> but, um, so Peril gets his watch stolen by the bad guys and then when they break into that place he sees a guy wearing a watch and this the music like the music gets like super dramatic and he's like oh, and like i literally gasped when i watched it i was like oh, it's the watch and it was so dramatic and i think that's why like another reason why like I like this movie so much is because like it's like out like it is a comedy but like it's also serious like mm -hmm. it's comedic in the sense that things are taken seriously for silly things and that's one of the the things that like I thought was um like that's a good example of like something funny that's happening because it's a little silly thing that's being made very serious and like dramatic and yes. there's a lot of that stuff in the movie um but i think that's one of my favorite parts 
I mean, he literally knocks the guy out. And it works and out. Finds, well, and he finds out that it wasn't his watch. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the other, that's the joke, right? Like, yeah. he does all that to get his watch back, and then it's not even his watch. Yeah, and then he was like, he was like, my father's watch led me to... Yes, the for, safe. for us to figure this out. So, like, if it wasn't for his father's watch, then they would have never found that locker. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> exactly it's, it's so silly <laughs> another no. example of them being bad spies <laughs> yes exactly so yeah i i really enjoyed it oh and then the last thing that really kind of the last last thing i guess that really um didn't feel right to me it felt weird is that when they when they end the movie and he says we're gonna call you we have a good we have a new name for you and it's really appropriate we're gonna call it uncle and you know he kind of walks off and i was like okay like why why are we calling him uncle and then in the credits they show you what uncle stands for but it didn't land you know what i mean it's like i don't this is one time when i i think for marvel it 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 landed better i think it was in iron man 2 or something when they were talking about their name being the strategic homeland blah 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 and they say that throughout the entire movie and then by the end they say oh yes we decided to go with something else shield and then it feels good because you're like oh shield i know it shield blah blah blah. and you know and i think man from uncle is based off of like an old television show kind of like mission impossible or something or or an old movie so obviously it's something that is recognizable but as someone who doesn't have any association with what uncle stands for and not having any kind of like allusion to it throughout the film of like we call ourselves this or this is what we're doing and that's what these acronyms are going to be a part of like when they got to that like mic drop moment, it just felt hollow to me because I was like, I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what uncle. Why are you calling these two two guys and this girl uncle? Like, what? So that's yeah. the other criticisms I would have. Yeah, it's funny because like I had that same reaction, and then I was like, what does it stand for? And I was like, United Newbies. <laughs> You made up your own. Yeah. <laughs> Committed to uh, something. I, I don't even remember what it came up with, but I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should have sent it in. So, but yeah, outside of those things, like, like for me, like this movie from start to finish was super, 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 super fun. I really like enjoyed it. And I have to say, like, it just was a really good time for me, and I would definitely recommend it to other people, um, even Guy Ritchie fans, because it's just um, it's just a fun movie, and it's not exactly the same as Guy Ritchie's other works, but it's pretty, but I still think it's pretty decent. So yeah, I would definitely I definitely would I definitely love this movie. Like outside of that one thing about the ending, which is like. 120 seconds in like a two-hour movie yeah i i really liked it definitely would recommend it i'd probably watch it again too because it was really fun (laughs) exactly so but before we get out of here is there anything else you wanted to say um before we move on to our next segment uh nope i think that's all for me all right but that's what we thought of the man from uncle uh, have you guys seen it? Have you seen the original thing that it was based off of? Have you seen Guy Ritchie's other film? Were you like as in, enamored with Henry Cavill in this movie and the other things that he's 
in, been in as we were. Whatever you thought about it, comment below. Let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, subscribe. Even if you don't, though, I have been Chris. And this has been Cheryl. And we'll see you all next time.